good morning church what a joy to see you through this video thank you so much for taking time to pray for me last week um, and uh, why don't we pray holy spirit we thank you so much for uh, your presence we thank you for your hand you thank you for your uh, dealings we thank you for the cross jesus if it is not your cross what else we have to come boldly father so we thank you for the goodness of the lord that is manifesting in and over our lives and we thank you for your word that is going to be released today and i pray father that you will use me to bring your word and not just to mix my own little stuff to make them feel good but to really see jesus being formed in each and every individual we thank you father in jesus name amen you know uh, there are times that i always ask the lord like god you give me a word i would like to give a word like your breakthrough is near your promotion is coming you will have a double portion of anointing uh, i don't believe those words are not from the lord but i believe we are in a unique season right now the lord is pruning us and he's taking us deeper into the image of his son and this morning i want to talk about the cross the cross the subtitle subtitle i put it like this the cross the least spoken subject of the gospel of the kingdom the least spoken subject in the gospel of the kingdom why what do i mean by that we are in a time like this it is a tendency for mankind to look at someone or something to find a solution so that this pain this hurt or this uh, uh the situation uh doesn't stay longer so that we can go back to our normal and start living a life that we want that's the soul and the body that's called the flesh wants but so often god is more interested i've said this last week i'm picking it up again is more interested in conquering us than we conquer for him i am sure great commission is from his heart i am sure the discipleship is in his heart i am sure seeing the lost come to know him comes from his heart but at the same time it is equally important to see his disciples carry the anointing that he carried and to live a life that he lived glorifying the father on earth so i'm i'm sure you might have heard the story a debate by late dr ravi zakaria's one of our heroes in faith even he was debating to the group of uh, middle eastern men in one undisclosed uh, middle east location he came to a point where he has to address about the cross and he talked about the four 
main subjects that converge and cross. One is evil, number two justice, number three love, number four forgiveness. And all this converged on the cross at Calvary. Why evil? Because of sin. And because of the sin, justice has to be paid. And God is just. And how did he pay the justice? And why he has to pay? Because of the love, the unconditional love he has for us. And the best description of the sin is in Isaiah 53, 6. I'm talking not so loud because my mouth is still full of blisters. So increase your TV volume or do something. And because of his love for us, he came and paid the price for justice. By doing that, we receive the forgiveness. And, and through that forgiveness, we can get back on the relationship with God. And you will see in the screen, the cross is essential for everyone. The cross, we will talk about there are various types of crosses, but the cross of Jesus does three things. The first one, salvation. The first one, salvation. What is salvation? Salvation, in other words, in medical terms, it's called blood transfusion. Because you remember, we came from an Adamic nature. We didn't sin with Adam because we were not there. Because, but we sinned in Adam. So this Adamic nature is what David even says in Psalms 51. In sin, my mother conceived me. So this salvation is basically God coming back to restore man. But he cannot use the old man. Man means Ish. The old man Ish is messed up. So he, gave a, he brought another man, the last Adam. And this man, the last Adam, Adam is from the earth. That's what it means. This Adam came, the last Adam came, not according to the old Adam's fat pattern, but in the new Adam, he came according to the pattern of the father and he paid the price. Because he paid the price, his blood, remember in the Old Testament, they sacrificed the blood. They Every year, the lamb was sacrificed. And by the way, lamb did not cast out the sin it just postponed the sin for thousands and thousands of years and 2000 years ago precisely 2020 years ago Jesus the last Adam the ultimate lamb of God came because this lamb has the purest blood he gave that blood which gave us the transfusion that we could now be out of the old Adamic nature and born into Christ, the new last Adam. Amen? That's called salvation. That happens in our spirit. Our spirits were dead until Christ came to redeem us. Galatians talks about it. And number two is the sanctification. And what is sanctification? It sounds very fancy word. Sanctification is a process. It doesn't happen immediately. You don't go to your youth meeting and say, I'm sanctified now. Sanctification is, 
In other words, sanctification is the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit in your life to conform according to the image of the Son, Jesus, that you received in your heart. Amen. Isn't it beautiful? And it's not a very easy process. Sometimes the flesh, what is the flesh? Not just the body, the soul, also doesn't like it because it's, it's too inconvenient. For many years we lived in the old Adamic nature. We don't want to get back to the original design. And that's the process of sanctification. Now, the third one is what I call glorious resurrection. That when Isaiah 5, sorry, 1 Corinthians 15 says, in the twinkling of the eye, our bodies will be resurrected and we will be able to see Jesus. That's the resurrection. Just like Jesus had the resurrected body, Jesus did not had a resuscitated body. He had a resurrected body. Big difference. So, we will also have a glorious resurrected body at the arrival of Jesus. Amen? Now, I want to read a, a, a key verse here. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. I'm going to read from several translations because this is the key verse that we want to focus today. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Let me read this. Let her deny herself for the ladies. Take up his cross. Take up her cross and follow me. Okay. This is the King James Version I'm reading. New King James. The NIV says, Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Let me read from the Passion. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if you truly want to follow me, you should at once completely reject and disown your own life. You must be willing to share my cross and experience as it as your own as you continually surrender to my ways. Isn't it amazing? To my ways. Look at the children's Bible. Then Jesus said to his followers, if anyone who wants to follow me, he must say no to the things he wants. Circle that word wants if you have the children's Bible. He must be willing to even die on the cross and he must follow me. Now I'm going to read from the message version. It's a bit hard to receive. But guys, I am not here to tingle your ears. And my prayer is God. I don't want to preach a message. I want to be the message. It's, it's, let's read Matthew 16, 24, message version. If Jesus took, went on to work on his disciples. <laughs> Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not on the driver's seat. <laughs> I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. I, guys, I, I don't want to preach this. Because I don't like suffering. Is there anyone in Papa's house say, Charles, suffering is my portion. Not only my portion, it's a double portion for my wife. And a triple portion for my mother-in-law. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't do that but it is i tell you guys don't run from suffering embrace it follow me and i will show you how listen this is crazy self help is no help at all look at right now the pulpit has been focused on self help human philosophy psychology good ideas we filled this place other than cross than anything other messages full and full and the cross is left out self sacrifice is the way my way to finding yourself your true self what kind of deal is is it to get everything you want but lose yourself how could you ever trade your soul for so my friends this is a challenge for me okay i want you to understand my heart i'm not trying to be a modern day jeremiah trying to uh, give you every week a message that's a little bit hard and challenging but my message prayer is this god if you give me a word it has to be a universal word it cannot be a word that can apply to a certain people group imagine you give a word if i get a word a double portion a breakthrough how would you explain this your promotion is coming your victory is on the next door uh, things like that which is not necessarily a bad stuff but it is one side of the gospel you know double for every trouble how would you translate this to the group of migrants who lost their tent in morea in the greek island of lesbos what would you what message that will resonate in their hearts or in an underground church that i visited in china or to a middle eastern persecuted church we are talking about parking lots and, and uh, sound system and air conditioning but there are churches has nothing man how could our message resonate with them you know why it's not resonating with them because it's not the cross message it's just one part of the cross or one side of the gospel let's move on it's up in the screen i want you to see this there are four types of cross are you guys there or did you lose me did you switch the television channel on to something else listen the good news is coming <laughs> your breakthrough is coming four types of cross the first one the cross a symbol of punishment shame and condemnation that was the pre before christ died that was the condition of a cross the bible says cursed is anyone who hangs on the cross so it's 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 a sign of condemnation now it's people wearing it on their ears and neck you know all those nonsense you know but but these things supposed to not to wear all those places this is supposed to wear jesus wore it on his back and he, he took it and we are all his disciples I, i don't mind i see some people wearing it on their cross like this you know cross hanging in the car <laughs> car is crucified today <laughs> and um, but you know the point it's not supposed to be there it's supposed to be 
It's nothing wrong, but that's not the importance of the cross. So it is a sign of a symbol of punishment, shame and condemnation. Number two, the cross that our Savior Jesus carried for you and me. That's a beautiful cross. That's what we talk in the church. Talk about salvation, redemption, restoration. Beautiful. The third one, the cross, is disciples carried. Do you know all the disciples, except John, paid an ultimate price for following Jesus? I don't know. I could not resonate with the word and just take the word and say, take some scriptures and put it for my own personal benefit and leave the rest. It's very difficult for me. When was the last time you heard a sermon? How did the disciples of Jesus died? We heard how the disciples did miracles that would help you to do miracles. But how did Peter die? How did Philemon die? How did the sons of thunder, James, how did he die? Anyway, let's move on. And the last but not the least, the cross you and me out to carry. I wrote down here, we tend to hear the cross Jesus bore for our sins. We also hear the cross that his disciples bore on their lives, but we hardly hear the cross we need to bear so that we can also be counted as his disciples. What the cross of Jesus did, that's what I'm coming to. That is the work of the cross. And what it means to carry our cross and follow Jesus, not to win salvation, but to be his disciple. You know, people carry cross today to win salvation. That's it. You missed the whole point. That's the way of the cross. So I have here seven points. I want you to take notes. Don't have a habit of taking notes. Take notes or take a screenshot. It's going to up in the screen. Seven differences. What the cross of Jesus did and what it means to carry our cross and follow Jesus. Are you ready, church? Amen. The first one. What the cross of Jesus did. The first one is salvation. What did Jesus do on the cross? Salvation. You and me can never win the battle on our own. Lots and religious religious activities are there. You know, in a way, Buddha, people like him. In Europe you go, This it's a modern thing right now to keep a statue of a Buddha in, in your showcase, in your entrance. He had a very interesting way of life. He rejected casteism. He invented the four noble paths, the four truths and eight noble paths, whatever it is. But none of them 
can save us. Why? Because Buddha is from the old Adam. His blood is still corrupted. You need to be saved. You need a fresh blood. Same with Confucius. His philosophy is good, but corrupt Adam. Same with Muhammad. You know, he actually debated with God. They were supposed to pray 50 times a day. And he debated with Allah and reduced to five, five times. It's like Abraham reduced with God how many people you can, is this there, how many people in the land you will not kill. But still, from an old Adam, the list goes on like the same Mahavir. All those, all those men who claim to be God can never fill the lack that is inside of us. Why? Because the blood is still impure. That's why Jesus came and paid the ultimate price. There's so much to dig into this and I, I really, we can stay in one point for this whole sermon and then go one by one. When Jesus died on the cross, for example, the Bible says uh, blood and water came out. Jesus said to Nicodemus, unless you are born by the blood and the spirit, you can never enter the kingdom of God. Can you see how amazing he is? He is not only setting us free from the old nature, he is bringing us into the new family, which is called the kingdom of God. So salvation is what Jesus did on the cross. What it means to carry our cross and follow Jesus? It means sanctification. Who does the sanctification? Not you. <laughs> is the Holy Spirit doing the sanctification. And who is Holy Spirit? The Spirit of Jesus. <laughs> Number two. What did the cross of Jesus did? Jesus finished the work of the cross on the cross. In other words, there is nothing you can add to to win salvation what Jesus already finished. So that's what we call the finished work of the cross. Okay? Finished work of Jesus on the cross, to be precise. On the other hand, it is the Holy Spirit who started to work in us. The first one brought us to the outer court. The second one brings us into the inner court. Number three, we are running quickly. I have seven points as I told you. What the cross of Jesus did? Righteousness. What is righteousness? Your position designed by Christ. Righteousness means right standing with God. I think it was G.K. Chesterton who said, there are many, 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 many angles one 
might can fall but there is only one angle one can stand straight there are many 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 thoughts many ideas many philosophies many 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 good ear tingling words that can make you feel good but only one can bring life that is christ that is your position designed by god and what it means to carry our cross and follow jesus standing in righteousness what is that guarding your faith that's you have to do it you have to choose to dwell in the presence of god that's why psalms 91 says last week i shared here in the church psalms 91 he who dwells in the secret place of the most high dwelling is not an event it's a lifestyle he who visits the secret place of the most high it doesn't say he who participates no 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 he who dwells number 4 what the cross of jesus did holiness he didn't create holiness he is holy how beautiful it is that he didn't create holiness he is holy and what it means to carry the cross and follow jesus are you ready to hear allowing yourself to die to be conformed to his image Paul says this in nails this in Romans 12 he says offer yourself as a living sacrifice <laughs> living sacrifice he didn't say when you're dead you can sacrifice yourself what kind of sacrifice is that living sacrifice that means this life you are called to live a lifestyle of sacrifice to the lord why so that the image of his son jesus can be formed in us many times we think holiness is to do with externals if i don't curse if i say the right thing if i behave god is not into external modifications god is into internal heart transformations amen next move on are you guys there did you lose me are you feeling okay <laughs> what the cross of jesus did he has become the lord in your spirit he is the lord in your spirit and what it means to carry the cross and follow jesus he is the lord in your soul and body and including your ministry i want to highlight this verse because a lot of time this morning i was taking quiet time and i was asking the lord god give me a word to share and god gave me this word that's what i'm sharing this look at matthew 7:21 to 23 says not everyone who say to me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven and but he would does the will of my father in heaven many who say to me in the day lord lord have we not prophesied in your name 
cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name, then I will say to them, I will never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In other words, it says, you, away from you, away from me, you evildoers. You know, saying Lord, Lord does not mean Jesus is your Lord. But doing what the Lord does makes Jesus as our Lord. And making Jesus Lord means no one including you is not a Lord over your life. In other words, Lord means he is Lord and you are not. Lord means he is boss and you are not. Lord means he is sovereign and you are not. Look at these three things. They prophesied. They cast out demons and they have done many wonders. Would you like to do those three? Do you like to do? Imagine you go to the office, you see a woman coming here or a man, sick. You don't take the stethoscope. You just do like this. Boom. Healed. Or one of your colleagues sitting there having a meal and you are prophesying over him. Or some person demon possessed you are crossing the bridge the famous bridge you are seeing all those people carrying this possession you are casting the demons would you like to do that? can I say honestly? I would love to do those things why? because it's nice it's so beautiful these guys did all of these and you know what? They didn't do it on their name. They did it in the name of the Lord. But what's the answer to the to these questions Jesus was asked by by these guys? God says, I don't know you, man. Depart from me. You practice lawlessness. In other words, evildoers. What does that mean? It basically means this. You can allow God to be the Lord of your life, but not the ministry. You can still be allowing God to Lord your life, but not the things he has given. I've written down here, this morning, the devotion time, the Lord convicted me. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the Lord, not only to us, but also to the ministries you have given to us. Is it possible you can do the ministry God has given by you being the Lord, not allowing the Lord being to the Lord. You know, Bethel and El Bethel is two different things. Bethel means house of God. El Bethel means God of the house of God. Wow! Is Lord Jesus, is the Lord over your ministry? Brother, I'm not a minister. I'm a worker. I'm just, you know, nine to five job I do. And I get my paycheck. That's your ministry, my friend. Is the Lord Jesus that you received him as your Lord. Is he the Lord in that ministry? So I wrote down here. Papa's house, church, Asha Jeevan, school of the Holy Spirit, hidden treasures, love allure, sweet aroma, family support program, traveling to the nations. 
and the many things that are yet to come all of these are ministries and i am not the head of the ministry the moment i become the head of the ministry jesus will say charles i don't know you that's why today so many big big ministries have only buildings no favor of god why because they have embraced policies than people <laughs> they have embraced program than the presence my program brother they have embraced the institution more than the instructor i don't like this word man but i have to share <laughs> let's keep going number 5 breaks the adam's old nature in the spirit what did the cross did it break the it broke the adam's old nature in the spirit that's why psalms 51 david says in sin my mother conceived me but what is the means to carry the cross Christ's new nature is formed in all the areas of your life and you become the transformed into the image of the son Jesus and Christ will have the preeminence of everything what is the preeminence it means the first thing in every area of your life colossians 1 it's a process if you asked me 10 years ago no my life was different but then as as you yield to the work of the cross he will reveal stuff to you amen number 6 work of the cross jesus lives in you that's the outer court last week i told you know kandasami become arokya sami <laughs> anyway but then the work of the cross in other words you carrying the cross and following now you live in jesus that's the inner court calling yourself the friend of god is one thing i am a friend of god he calls me friend you know people sing that song we do the sing that also in papa's house that doesn't make you a friend of god what makes you a friend of god is you intimately seeking him you say to god into me you can see time spent with god is never a waste of time inner court go inside deeper don't look for don't seek god with an agenda let god be your agenda amen and last but not the least the work that jesus did on the cross he brings us to a legal position of life of abundance that's john 3:16 remember the old adam the blood is corrupt so you you can't you know many medical fraternities are here as i'm talking i'm not trying to in any way uh share in such a way that 
I know it all kind of thing. But you know what I'm trying to say. If a person need a blood transfusion, you don't give to that person a weak blood. It's simple logic. You don't need to be a rocket scientist. You need a healthy blood. So what Jesus did was, he brought us to a legal position of life of abundance. Why? Because our old nature is sucking. That's why when you are in sin, you are a sucker. But then, look at John 15. Holy Spirit, that's the work of the cross. That, that's the way of the cross, I mean, to carry the cross and follow him. The Holy Spirit brings us to a living condition. So that was a legal position. Legal position is like, yes, you are entitled to have an abundant life. I come to give you that abundant life. Now it's you. Take that abundant life as your living condition. John 15. Amen. Apart from me, you can do nothing. How beautiful is that? We think like, oh no, that means he is belittling us. No, he is giving us the privilege that you can do everything with me. <laughs> Amen. Now, this is the point. I want to wrap it up. Why? It is important to carry the cross of Jesus and move forward. Why? Because the ultimate goal of God needs to be established in our hearts and minds. And what is the ultimate purpose of God? Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. All the three of them have three grand ultimates. The Father wants to produce this mature Son, Jesus, in us. And Jesus wants to prepare a beautiful bride for him and the Holy Spirit wants to make us his dwelling place a temple where he doesn't tolerate but dwells there that's why Jesus said my house will be a house of convention no my house will be a house of conference no my house will be a house of debate no my house will be a house of prayer for all nations let me tell you if you don't pray and you don't have the heart of inclusivity, heaven will be hell for you. I've said this before. For any racist person or even any caste person, heaven will be a hell for him or her. Why? Because God loves diversity. So my dear friends, what it means to carry your cross and follow Jesus it means to see that Jesus becomes our life. I want to pray with you. I know it's a bit long sermon. We're going to take the communion. And uh, we're going to trust the Holy Spirit as we break the bread. As we take part in his life. Say, God, from the legal position, bring me to a living condition. Can you say that? From a legal position, bring me to a legal condition. 
living condition father from outer court to inner court from you living in me and i living in you teach me teach me from salvation to sanctification and to the glorious resurrection hallelujah jesus loves you guys oh marashala kandura rabalama holy spirit i pray that you would give us the grace the wisdom the anointing the strength the boldness the endurance the mercy to carry the cross and to follow you we all know the song right i have decided to follow jesus i have decided to follow jesus i have decided to follow jesus no turning back no turning back siluvayen munne ulagam en pinne siluvayen munne ulagam en pinne siluvayen munne ulagam en pinne pinnoke na pinnoke na come on church it does not be a nice song a catch tune that will be a reality in our lives yes father help us help us <laughs>